This, 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 Welcome to podcast episode 272. We are the Fight Disciples, and this one is dedicated to the world of MMA, mixed martial arts, in particular the UFC. Uh, if this is the first time you've ever come across us, you can get us uh, on iTunes, just search Fight Disciples, and our Android feeds are on our website, fightdisciples.com. Uh, we have a new Instagram account. Uh, there's a lovely little bit of Darren Till on there at this moment in time, and there's some Dan Hardy and Mark Goddard, which is a new podcast that we've released on the Fight Disciples Network this week called Listen. Um, our, Listen. Our, I can't help it. Our Instagram account is at the Fight Disciples. Everything else is at Fight Disciples without the the in it. Um, only one place to start, mate. Only one place to start. And I'll tell you something. Why this guy does not use this as his ring walk, I will never know. I know that the sound quality isn't necessarily as good as it normally is when we're recording our programmes uh, because we're on location this week. But check this out, right? Johnny Walker, you need to come out and do the old magic mic sunshine. <laughs> That's it, isn't it? Why, is it? why is it? Why doesn't he do that? Because he's got, he's got the full routine as the kid, hasn't he? I felt sorry for that fucking uh, Cutman, to be fair. Yeah, he was yeah. absolutely violated, the kid, wasn't he? Grind him up against them. Mate, he, you know what I mean? I, I was sat at home like... Just having a little bit of a whiskey, watching the get, fights, get thinking to myself, out. where the fuck have I just rocked up here? Get the dollars out, exactly. Start whizzing some cash at him. He was class, wasn't he? He is just a he's highlight a reel. From, from start to finish. He's a superstar. He's a highlight reel, is the lad. Yeah. Yeah. That reminded me when, when Darren Till broke through in Brazil, when he had his debut performance and obviously he rocked what, the mic after the fight. What, did he strip? He didn't strip, but he rocked the mic afterwards. Johnny Walker just comes out and you're like, mate, you're a fucking superstar. Mate, think about it, right? He's a Brazilian. His name's Johnny Walker. Yeah. Got it, Annie. <laughs> just got it. It's good that we've been excited about him since the day he walked inside the octagon. And now he's fucking, and now everyone's on it again. You're like, yeah, man. We, you can see it. You can see it from day one. He's just a fucking one-man wrecking machine. Mm. But he's, you can tell he's, he's so comfortable in that environment. And this is the key. This is why Conor makes so much money as he does. He doesn't need to be fake. He wants to be in the cage. He wants to fight. He, that's where he's happiest. Is his happy place yeah, yeah. is the centre of that octagon. Johnny Walker's the same. Ride it, my pony. <laughs> <laughs> he loves it, man. Absolutely loves it. And listen, don't get me wrong, Big said it on last week's show that Justin Ledette was fed to him a little bit here for that kind of a finish. Yeah. Um, the thing is, though, right? I mean, do you remember when uh, Uzzy Usman, in the world of boxing, made that ring walk, and it took about twenty-five minutes for him to get to the ring. Oh, you've got to deliver, ringing on down, rocking on down, rolling on down, Uzzy Uzman, all that type of stuff. Chin. Yeah, yeah, and he got chin me in thirty <laughs> seconds, and absolutely chin. He was knocked out of the ring. You've got to be able to deliver if you're going to come in right, and you're going to give a lap dance to the cutsman. You've got to be able to do the business, haven't you? Of course. And fair play to him, he did the business. Thank fuck, by the way, that he missed with his field goal attempt. He nearly kicked the kid's head off into Rose Z, didn't he? Yeah, well. What do you mean? Well, there's not. Don't try and defend him. He saw his head. And no, I don't know. Maybe it was a rush of adrenaline no, or anything he, like he that. He wouldn't have connected with his head though. He just missed his body. Had he kicked his body, that's fine. You can kick someone on the floor. <laughs> it, it was a proper mate, punt. It mate, was a proper. He punt. went for his head. He Fuck off. Fuck. He went for he his did. head. Don't he, be silly. Don't be silly. I saw it with my own eyes. I'm thinking what's, his eyes have lit up. He goes, I'm going to kick him into Rose's head. He's what's, a nutcase. Watch the replay. It, it's his body. He almost kicked Not his having body. It. it wasn't even for his head. Mate he, was, mate, he was rearranging his teeth is it's what like, he was doing. It was a proper soccer kick. And soccer? Where are you from? Sorry. <laughs> That's what it's called. That's what it's known in the sport. Mate, it was Super Bowl, soccer kick. Super Bowl last weekend, it wasn't it? was a punt, yeah. <laughs> he has tried to stick him into Rose's head. I know. Thank fuck he missed. 
If he'd have connected with his head, obviously, <laughs> he'd have been disqualified. No, <laughs> would he? But it, for me, it was it was going to hit him in the body anyway. So Ledet's just lucky he didn't end up with fucking broken ribs. But it, had he connected with his body, I don't I don't understand what the commentary team were talking about. It's fine. I'm trying to kick someone in the belly because he's on the floor. Fucking crack on, <laughs> crack on, kick Mate, him, man. The lads are nuts. Kicking, he's brilliant. Um, can I spin po- an elbow? Hang on, spin a back hang fist. on. I know that you're obviously going to uh, try and knock one out all over, uh, which you did on the boxing show, by the way, regarding your bets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, if we were in our normal studio today recording this, I yeah. would drag up a clip from last week's show where I said, he's going to knock him out with a spinning back something or other. What did he do? Knocked him out with a spinning back something or other. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. That's what I expect, though. But I know that on the boxing show, I was talking a lot about Tia Fimo, yeah? Tia Fimo Lopez. Yeah. And again, I'll reiterate this. I want to be entertained. I fell in love with fight sports through Princeton Team Ahmed. That's yeah. that's when I proper went for it. The, who's this guy doing the ring walks, giving it the big and talking trash, and delivering, and then delivering some yeah. sensational knockouts, right? And yeah, sometimes it well once it went wrong mm. against Pereira, but it, you know whatever. We live by the sword, we die by the sword. I want that from all my fighters. The guys that I love the most are the guys that fucking come in, dress like whatever they come in, give lap dances to the fucking cutsman, get in there, knock some dude out. And then totally disrespect the guy by doing the fucking uh, the the worm backflips. You name it, give it the fucking biggin. That's yeah. what I want him to do. And Johnny Walker does that, man. I'm on board. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I'm on board. Absolutely. I think he's, you know, the way he's doing it as well. When it matters, when he the must fight shag starts. for fun, mate. He, oh yeah. He must have been smashing everything in Fortaleza at the yeah. weekend. He's he's the he's the one fella that, as a father. You if, don't if, want, if your daughter you, no, walks in with no it, you way. think, oh, my God. No. Oh, my God. Should we be walking like John Wayne for the no, week? No, no, no. Don't even think about that. We've got a young kid. <laughs> He's a fucking nightmare. Yeah. He's the one fella you don't want your daughter hanging around with. Absolutely. 100%. But I want to hang out with him. But he can fight <laughs> exactly, But yeah. I want him to be my mate because he's going to... I'll just get the cast-offs. Yeah. Come on, Johnny, lad. <laughs> Unless he's the other way inclined, in which way, oh, mate, he'd rip you the new arsehole, wouldn't he? <laughs> He would. He's a beast. The man's an absolute beast. <laughs> Seeing as the way them hips were going, ladies. Woo, Ooh, wouldn't like to be on the receiving end of that pelvis. Riding my pony. <laughs> but he can fight like fuck. And you know what? He's on a one-man collision course with Johnny Bones Jones, isn't he? Mm. The way he's going. I know he's. I know it's early days. I know it's very early to be talking like that. But you know what? Sometimes when a fighter's hot, look at Darren Till. Two or three fights, he's in there. And I think Johnny Walker's going to be the same way. His next fight, he'll definitely be main event of probably a fight night show, probably still in Brazil. Um, but he's ready. He's ready to headline a card because he's, he's in. Is he ready for a top 10? Yes. He's ready for a top 10. He's ready opponent. for the top 10 and he's ready to headline his own card in Brazil, his own fight night, 100%. And that will be next. That will be next. He's talented, man. We need to go. Fuck. We need to take Darren with so we can in, uh, interpret yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the, the interview because the I ain't Scouser got a fucking... Going. Yeah, but the Scouser Geese, get us going. We'll go to the Lappies with Johnny. Yeah. We'll have a right night, won't we? He was the uh, he was the one shining light, really. And obviously, I know I did Jose as well. What I do you mean the one shining light? No, I fucking I'm t- loved it. I'm talking about me fucking bets now. Oh, yes. Stuff. Good. I'm glad you brought this up. Yeah, yeah. Go on. So, anyway, most listeners who listen, who did I listen to us a lot know yeah, yeah, yeah. that William Hill... Sponsor the Fight Disciples. We'll not be beating on him round betting. So every week I do a bet or a series of bets. And we started with, we started with a tenner, a fiver. 
Anyway, we're up to like 70 odd quid now. I mean, it's not, it's only a little bit because people haven't got me going, oh, big spender, three pound win and all that. Yeah, because I'm trying to grow 10 pound into something bigger. Yeah. So it takes time. I don't want to just gamble a lot. The worst thing I can do is go, oh, fucking blew all the dough, man. You have to put another tenner in the pot. That's not what I signed up for. We started with a tenner. Or was it a fiver? Anyway, tenner. I think fiver. I thought it was less than that. Maybe actually. it was a fiver. We started with that. Mm. We're here. Let's slowly build it over the mm. course of the mm. year. Anyway. Boxing this week, like UFC last week. Yeah. UFC last week, nailed it. Boxing this week, yeah, yeah. nailed it. UFC, slightly off. And you know what? I deserve it in a lot of ways. I, do the, I did the one thing you should never do, and that's back against a friend. I went with Lyman Good to beat my mate Damian Meyer. What did, I tell, I, what did I tell you? You said to me as what well. What did I say was going to happen? You said, Damian Meyer will fucking wear him like a backpack and silver mouth. And that's exactly what he did. <laughs> that's exactly what he did. I hope, I like, I hope you oh. listened to me last week rather than him. Yeah. On, just on that fight. What was the other one? There was a... I got Aldo right, obviously. Yeah. I said Aldo was going to win by stoppage. We both said Mar- Mariah's would get redemption. Yes. Um... But we did both said Johnny Walker by sensational. Knockout. I'll tell you what you said. I went, I'll tell you what you said, went, which I went the other way for. I went with David Timor. Yes, you did. That's the one. Against Charles Oliveira. That's the one. And uh, in hindsight, that was fucking stupid. Yeah, because he's got I about 25 million submissions. Swedish guy against the Brazilian in Brazil. Brazil. <laughs> you just Brazilian jiu-jitsu his ass. <laughs> so in hindsight, that was stupid. And he did it blind because he poked him in the eye a couple of times. Yeah. Poked him in the eye? Fucking hell. Wrenched him, didn't he? It was like... Um, What's that horror film? Fucking Beetlejuice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he has fingers on the end of his eyes. Oh, uh, he got eyeballs on the end of his fingers at one point. Timor nearly wore Charles Oliveira's eyeballs on his fingers. That's how bad that was. And then the worst thing was, after about five minutes, he went, restart it. And he threw a jab out and poked him in the eye again. I was yeah, like, no, oh, for fuck's sake. Although, to be honest, if Charles Oliveira come run at me, I'd poke him in the eyes as well mm. to try and stop him and sap me. The other one was... Can I just, hang on, you're flying ahead now. Oh, you're talking your bets. Yeah, yeah. Do your bets, bets then. I'll the talk other, about the, the other one way. I fucked up as well is um, I said Tiago Alves was completely washed up and he was being fed to Max Griffin. And then, Mate, uh, he was in the first round. He, completely. And I was like, here we here go. We here go. we go. The bet's on. Uh, and then he came back from the depth, didn't he? Or the death, should I say. And, well, uh, you said that. I thought Griffin won. He did. I thought Griffin won. I've got to be honest. The, the last round. The first round's brilliant. Second round's brilliant. The third round is one of when it takes. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. But what what it is? It's not. It's the least entertaining round. Is what it is. Yes. And therefore, there's a lot of top position takedowns and various things like that from Griffin. And I just thought that because he did more of that in that round, absolutely, he deserved that third. That's round. what I thought. So I think a bit of a homer decision for. Uh, uh, yeah. Thiago, to be fair but the second round I thought fucking hell he's going to knock him out he yeah. absolutely lit the kid up it was brilliant he was yeah flashback but uh, the, the horrible thing is Thiago will keep fighting now and he's a nice guy but he's punchy as fuck and that, that, that scares me but anyway that was me betting and that's why me betting when Pete Tong bad judge's decision robbed me <laughs> and <laughs> so, I like the way that I've just helped you out ski not, with that I'm then. not taking responsibility for that the judges fucked me but going against my own boy, I'm embarrassed to admit. You should be. I said I that he against my mate, own boy. Do you know something? We because this is this has all happened within two minutes of the first round, right? Yeah. And as soon as he got on his back, I went. Me too. I, I dropped my microphone and I went. Fucking wait till I see him on Monday. <laughs> it was, you, you, there was no way. It. There's no way. Good is getting out of that. No, no, he isn't. No. No one he, is. He's, he's prepared to sit there for five minutes, mate. He's absolutely until he gets it done. Exactly. And he was just working it slowly. 
and Lyman Good just couldn't get out of it. First time he'd been sub, but this is Damian Meyer we're talking it about. Was a, do, this is Damian Meyer. Regarding the sub. Probably the best jiu-jitsu fighter. Regarding the sub, though, it UFC. was like, because he was standing up and he was wearing him like a backpack. Yeah. It was like Lyman Good went, I ain't shifting this, fuck it, and just tapped out. <laughs> I think just sometimes you, he went, ah, oh, fuck off. Real recognises real, doesn't it? And you're like, it's Damian Meyer. There ain't no way it's coming off. There ain't no way I can get this off because it's Damian Meyer. He's got me. He's got me. I'm... He's literally wearing me. It's like, like check, it's like checkmate without actually knocking it over. Exactly, yeah. It's like, I know. I know you've got me. I'm fucked. There's nothing I can do here. There's plenty mm. of time left on the clock. Oh, I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed. Listen, it's all right. No problem. You, 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 did, you did well in the boxing. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll only tweet that out this week. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, regarding, let's get back into the actual nitty gritty of the fights because for me, Johnny Walker is the highlight. Mm-hmm. I thought it was absolutely sensational. Um, Jose Aldo. Brilliant. Listen. Ferocious, wasn't he? Yeah, but the first round was cagey. I thought yeah. he was just taking his time, having a little bit of a look. And I thought, is is the younger book in Moicano going to strike at some point? But it was the other way around. Um, I say that the older guy, he's, he's younger than me, is um, Jose Aldo, even though he's been around for about 50 years. Mm-hmm. Um, he's only in his early 30s. I thought he were, like you just said, he caught him and then just did not let him off the hook. And just to see what those Brazilian people feel for Jose Aldo was, I mean, it's unreal. Yeah. The eagle flew the nest once again. He went straight over the top rope, didn't he? Doesn't give a fuck, does I he? don't think he'll be getting a fine. He was straight into the crowd, giving it the big in. It was like, fuck me, here we go. Yeah. I think he's perfectly placed now to fight for the title. Just keep fighting in Brazil. I think Max has got to go up to 155 to, to chase the Connor red That was classy party. as well by Max on social media. Straight yeah, yeah. on, he's like going, fair play, brah. Yeah. <laughs> I think Holloway, I think now Aldo's got to be the guy that fights for the vacant title and it's got to be in Brazil because there's that momentum there again. He looks back at his best. Jeremy Stevens, sensational first round knockout. One uh, of the best body punches ever. Exactly. And then Moicano, it's like, that's Jose Aldo. That's that's the guy. This is. The, I feel like grabbing people and going, Do you that's the him? guy. Yeah, yeah. The, don't watch that 13 don't, seconds against Connor. Don't think them Just 13 this. seconds of his legacy. This is the greatest featherweight that's ever done it. This guy, come and watch him. Come and watch this guy. And I think with, with Max moving up, as I say, I think Max has got his number now, don't get me wrong. But I think Aldo, that aggressive... That kind of performance again. Confidence is back in it. He's just he's got that swagger about him, and yeah, man. It's nice to see them back on track. You know, Didi Pedernales in his corner as well. I I remember interviewing Didi when Jose was the champion back in the day. You know, to five years ago now. Speaking to Didi Pedernales, going once Jose's finished, I'm finished. He's been talking about getting out of MMA for forever. And because um, they've had the success, you know, when Barrow and Aldo basically fucking run the game as the little guys and they were the two goats and all this shit, Pedernares was like the best coach on the planet. He's had, he's had his moment, you know what I mean? And he was always like, I'm looking forward to getting out of this crazy life. But now it looks like Aldo's going to take him on another journey. Like mm. there's going to be another be some comeback that. Years. If he comes back and becomes champion again, that's I think some comeback in it. I think he 100% will. Just because Max Holloway now, his legacy is done at featherweight. Max is the best featherweight of this era right now. Yeah. I think we accept that. I think Max Holloway now moves up to lightweight, going in search of something a little bit special. Mm. But in doing so, leaves the door open for Aldo. And I think Aldo's, after that performance again on Saturday night, I think he's got to fight for the vacant belt. And I would love to see him become featherweight champ again. Mm. Um, one man that wasn't leaving it in the judges' hands this time around was Marlon Marais. We've been massive fans of Marlon, obviously, since he uh, he came over to the UFC. He absolutely lit it up in other franchises. And in this fight against Arsene Sal, first time around, 
I personally thought that he was a little bit harshly done by. I actually it tipped him to win that particular fight. Asin yeah. Sal got the nod. This time around, he just thought, right, fuck this shit. We're not going to the judges. Within a round, absolutely took him to school, mate. Brilliant submission. Um, and uh, moves on in this uh, weight division now as uh, one of the top contenders. Yeah, man, definitely. I want to see him fight for the title. Um, <clears throat> it was a statement performance, wasn't it? It really was an absolute statement. And it was nice to see a Brazil card headlined by two Brazilians. You don't, we don't usually get that. We usually have an import. So it was nice to see two Brazilian guys going at it. And I think Mariah's just proved a bit of a point. Mm. You know, it was like um, he had to do something like that. He had to make a bit of a statement. I didn't think he'd do it in such emphatic, so emphatically as he did. But what a fucking tremendous guillotine that was. It was like once it was locked in, Asin is no joke, man. Absolutely no joke. Mm. He's been overdue a title shot himself. But Marias is the man now. You know, I'll class. tell you what I love about um, cards in Brazil is that you, obviously we're going to be at, at UFC London, right? So we're at UFC London. The majority of, of fans that are going to that event, mm-hmm. they want to see dudes get knocked out. Yeah. I'm one of those. I want to see dudes get knocked out. Yeah. But whenever, whenever somebody does something intricate, Brazilian jiu-jitsu wise, like for example, um, the Oliveira, uh, Anaconda submission of Timor, right? The, mm-hmm. Just the transitions in that from strikes to obviously getting into the grapple to the, getting the submission on. Crowd's going absolutely fucking bonkers, more so than a knockout. They're like, way fucking yeah, yeah. joking him out. When Damian Meyer got on the back yeah. of, uh, of it, nuts. mate, it just went crazy. And I'm thinking, this is mad. Yeah. That, that, that they view mixed martial arts one way and what, what turns them on is a certain thing yeah. compared to us here in the UK, what turns us on, you know? Yeah, they, they go mad for Johnny Walker as well, but I know of what course. you're saying. It's a deep level of understanding because because Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is so popular there, because they get it, it's like a national fucking pastime. And because, you know, in all these beachside towns, this is where Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu came from. This is It came from the surfers on the beach. It came from fighting for, for, for surf, fighting for point break or whatever the fuck it's called. And... They basically learned that Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is the best way to fight because every fight on the street inevitably lands on the ground. You know how many fights have you seen outside fucking Yates' Wine Lodge? Yeah, yeah. How many times have you seen people get smoked with one shot? Never, except on fucking Lad Bible or whatever. <laughs> Usually, two dickheads start winging each other. Then they're on the ground. Then they're rolling around in the mm. fucking gutter. Well, the Brazilians worked that out 30 years ago that if you t- teach yourself Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, once it does end up on the sand in this case... If you know jiu-jitsu, you can choke them the fuck out. And that's why they get that level of respect. It's like, it doesn't matter how hard you're it. All I've got to do is get under that punch, get a grip of you, take but you down and sub you out. I think a lot of the the guys that were in action at the weekend... They Specialists. Are, yeah, but they play to it as well. So therefore, they're trying to do even more batshit crazy stuff. Of course. Like in the, like I say, in the Oliveira uh, Timor fight, yeah? uh-huh. uh, Timor catches him and he, yeah. spot, and he puts him on the deck in the first round. And I was thinking, yes, me fucking bet right. back on. But then he's he's on him, he's punching him, and but you can see Oliveira's brain working to like do some batshit crazy stuff. Like he's trying to grab ankles, he's trying to put in calf slices, he's trying to do all these random little bits of shit that you they are very rare. You don't see him. But every fight was like that. So every fight, when there was ever a transition or something went to the deck, you could see these guys kind of eyes light up going, Right, we can do some mad crazy fucking submission here now, which you don't yeah. normally get on a card in Eastern in Europe. Europe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Certainly you don't normally get that. No. Again, it's playing to the market, isn't it? It's playing to the yeah, market. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, how many times have you been at events 
in in the UK when it hits the mat and half the fucking crowd switch off, half of them groan. Mm. You know, but it's just about understanding. They they prefer that. They that's why boxing isn't huge in Brazil. Never really has been. Yeah, stuff like this, grappling mm. sports, they fucking bang up for it. That's what they they're made for. So in that regard, this was the perfect card for Brazil with yeah. finishes and all that. But it, but I found it entertaining though. Up. Yeah, of course. I loved it. I don't know why, uh, because normally I'd be like going, ah, oh, submission here. Sub-. I'm, I'm, yeah. Do you know something? I'd normally get up in the morning, see what happened, yeah. submit, 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 and I'm thinking, mm, right, okay, go on then. I'll have a little bit of a nausea through it. But because I was watching it as it was, yeah. I, I would just, just went along with the ride because every single one was there was there was enough striking in there. Yeah. I think what it was, there was a lot of striking to set up the submissions. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a, there was guys again, I keep coming back to the Timo thing, but Oliveira had him going with strikes and then boof into the submission. You're thinking, fucking hell, that was straight spe- into his guard. Yeah. That was fucking special. You know yeah. what I mean? And there's a couple of others like that, like the Marais fight, the main event. You're thinking, yeah man, I can sit I I'm, I can start to see the beauty of what Brazilian jiu-jitsu is and wrestling, I suppose, and grappling compared yeah. to me just sitting there going, I just want to see people get the teeth knocked out. <laughs> <laughs> but that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. It's, no, get the fucking, it's like a deeper understanding of the sport. Mm. But it's good that it's kind of, that's for Brazil. Yeah. And when you come to UFC London, watch how many people get knocked out compared to how many people get subbed. Do you know mm. what I mean? Where this is rich with submissions. It's funny how the different markets, that's, what, that's why obviously you have fighters for those markets. But mm. I watched this card actually Sunday night because I'd had a few Saturday and then I got in and watched the boxing. Oh, had you been out for your birthday? Been out for my birthday, yeah. Oh, Wife dear. took me out. Can I just say, someone sent us a message saying that they saw you in Brewdog last week in Liverpool. I was. Did they? Yeah. Fucking, I was so, in Brewdog, yeah. Somebody sent me a message saying that you were in On Brewdog. On Friday, that was. Right. Somebody said... Uh, why do people do that? Why don't they come over and say hello? Well, he said... The, the, I can't remember who it was, so I apologise if you're listening to the show now. They said, just seen Nick Pete in Brewdog, Liverpool. <laughs> Got nervous, didn't go over and ask him about the bets this weekend. Ah, oh, he should have well bounced over. But, but luckily, I've just seen it on social media, I think, was the, was oh, the right, cr- so. crux of the message. So. There you go. So there you go. That's Celeb spotted. Yeah. Celeb spotted in Liverpool, Brewdog. Yeah. Nick Pete's over there, front five disciples. I'm glad he didn't say, just seen Nick Pete. Taking a can out of the fridge in Brewdog and <laughs> slipping it in his pockets like I usually do in Brewdog. <laughs> now I watch the fights on the Sunday because I have a birthday routine because the Super Bowl's always on my birthday weekend. Yeah. So I went out Saturday with the missus, watch the boxing, save UFC for Sunday, watch the old UFC card. I knew I knew the one, but I watched the UFC card, and then I went straight into the straight into the Super Bowl. Why? Why are you watching Super Bowl? It's shite. I always watch it every. It's like a routine. Cause Connor, it's Connor were there, weren't he? He was there in a purple suit, yeah, with baby Connor in his purple suit as well. Yeah, yeah. The halftime show was the worst piece of shit ever, and that's when I went to bed. I checked out then. I was like, that was the worst halftime show in Super Bowl history. Uh, Was it Maroon 5? Maroon 5. That's a bit of you, that, isn't it? Cheeky bastard. You're in your fucking 40s, lad. That's a bit of you, a bit of crooning. Absolute wank. It it annoys me how that guy has been through after Victoria's Secrets models, because he's a a pleb. He's a good-looking lad. He's called Adam as well, isn't he? Says it all. Sings like a bitch. <laughs> he's, he's trying to act all cool, taking his shirt off and all, and I'm like, oh, mate, grow the fuck up. Look and, at your gel. <laughs> and, then, oh, yeah. and then he had some, uh, he had some rapper on there, and these modern day rappers are terrible. Who do you want? Two packs dead, mate. Yeah. He can't bring him back. <laughs> Get Biggie on. Get this shit off. Apparently, I said to Jane in the morning, I was like, "Dad, some shit rapper. I've never even heard of him before. Never even seen him before." And she was like, "Oh yeah, he's dating one of 
I don't know, Kyle, Kylie Jenner or whatever, Kyle Jenner or whatever. No I was idea like, what, what you're talking about, Anyway, mate. he was shite. He was on there because he's probably dating someone famous. But yeah, it was the worst Super Bowl halftime show I can ever remember. Possibly right. the worst ever. So right. I went to bed at that point. All right. So. But I was thoroughly entertained by the UFC Fortezella card in mm. the build-up. Um, I just want to, before we move off Fortezella and move on to other talking points this week, i.e. Uh, Khabib getting fined a ridiculous amount of money, yeah. um, I want to talk about Sarah Frotter. Superb this. Seven pounds, mate. Seven pounds. Um, she's turned into Mackenzie Dern. Absolutely outstanding. This for those that don't know, this was actually the first fight that I watched when I got in because I was doing the, uh, the radio Saturday night. I got in, switched the telly on. I thought, right, what's up? And it was uh, the girls, uh, the Brazilian girl up against Frotta, who's an Italian. Yeah, I think she's Italian. Frotta. She's Brazilian based, though, isn't she? Yeah, she's Brazilian based, but I think she's fine out of it. Anyway, she's up there. I'm thinking, fucking hell, look at the size difference of them two. It genuinely looked like Frotter was in a different weight class. I thought, yeah. what's happened here? Has someone pulled out? Have they just thrown her in last minute or anything like that? Anyway, I've gone online and a couple of our boys like Jim and all them type of lads are tweeting about various bits. I see that she's missed weight by fucking half a stone. Who misses weight by half a stone? Especially when you're only weighing 115 pounds anyway. Wow, man. She's come in like seven pounds over. And she got smoked. Absolutely taken to school by the uh, the smaller kid. Rightfully so. Normally that doesn't go necessarily that way. But fuck me, seven pounds. Yeah, I know. I um, I was ready to rant. I'll be honest with you. I was ready to give a load. So I was ready to fucking panna. Because I seen it at the weigh-ins. And I was like, you horrible bitch. Because she looks like a fucking reject from Brazilian cell block H anyway. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, you fucking bitch. You're getting it on the podcast this week. I hope you get beat. Then she did get beat. Then I noticed who a corner team was. My boy Brigadero. So I can't really have a go at him. Why? Because <laughs> his coach is my mate. Mm. So it, she's coached by Astro Fight Team in Brazil. Mm. I thought she was Brazilian. I'm surprised she said she was Italian. But anyway, uh, Coach Marcello Brigadero, who is who was their number one second in the fight. Mm. They're basically the Brazilian version of Calbon. That's where Darren Till trained out of. Brigger was with Darren Till, who he lived with. Brigger used to live in Liverpool, yeah. coaching. Right, yeah. Luta Livre, See, expert. Right. Super, so I can't have you're a go my boy. Yeah, you're landing your own pockets is what you're doing. I can't have you? a go at my boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll have all a do with him. <laughs> all I can say is that that's on Sarah, not on Brigger. Mm. But yeah, mad on professional. And you know what? I'm glad you got beat for that exact reason. Mm. Uh, great card. If you've not seen any of it, Brilliant you've just card. been listening to us wax lyrical about it. It is tremendous. This happens all the time with Brazil. It's a slow start to the year. They stick a card on in Brazil and it's fucking, it's fucking amazing. Awesome. It's tremendous. Uh, Fortaleza was tremendous at the weekend, so definitely go and have a little bit of a nausea. Uh, now, other stuff that happened last weekend. We had a, a couple of uh, hearings at uh, Nevada, didn't we? Uh, Connor went in there and he's thanked everybody for uh, the due diligence, uh, giving him a slap on the wrist and a, and a tiny little fine. Uh, a tiny little ban, should I say. Uh, April is when he'll be allowed to rock and roll. To be fair, with him being at the Super Bowl uh, over the weekend, enjoying himself, giving it the big one. I don't think he's in the mood to fight anytime soon, I'll be honest with you. Um, the big one, obviously, was what they were going to do with Khabib, what they were going to do with John Jones. So, the Khabib one. Half a million dollars. Half a million dollar fine. Nine months. He's been suspended for. Mm-hmm. When I compare that to other punishments that other uh, fighters have had for various other misdemeanors, mm-hmm. I think it's a bit harsh, that, mate. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, <clears throat> I've seen Dana come out and said something similar, didn't he? He was like, fucking hell, he threw the book at Khabib a little bit there. Mm. 
I was, I was, I was there, man. I was in the epicenter of that moment. I was fucking doing, doing live commentary with Dan, with a for the national radio. We were fucking right over the top of the octagon in, in one of the sky boxes. I couldn't have had a better view of everything that happened. And obviously, right there on the night, you're upset, you're adrenaline running, you're like, "What the fuck? You're trying to compute what's just happened." And I was like, "He needs to be banned from this sport. He needs to get a, a big fine," you know. For me, Connor was Connor was yes, he kind of fucking stared him up and, and got well, him got him upset. And well, Connor's punishments have been for pre-fight. That's yes. what that's the majority of the chat about Connor was all the things they were saying about. Of course, it was all those things. It's got to be, mm. and and it's good that they recognise that. But had they recognised that sooner, maybe Khabib wouldn't have been in this situation. Why did they wait until now to do that? Why fight week? Didn't they Nevada say? Red flag here. Just want to say, Connor, the way you're behaving, what you're saying, the way you're treating Khabib, blah blah blah. You're getting a fine. You're gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna speak to you after this fight. They should have gone public with that to do it the way they have because of post riot, if you like. Mm. Feels like they've gone. We'll have to do something to Connor yeah. to appease Team Khabib. To personally, I think nine months and half a million dollar fine in the grand scheme of things. I think that's probably about right. I, I thought he was going to get at least a year ban. Me. Did you? Yeah, at least a year. So I'm not that upset about the ban, to be honest. I know Khabib's... Maybe I'm looking at half a million dollars compared to other fines that have been dished out in the past. Yeah, maybe. And, you know, you also do it because you look at what... This is what a lot of UFC fans do. You go on Wikipedia and you see how much... Because Nevada released statements on how much people got paid. And you think that's actually what they got paid. It isn't. That's just what the UFC announces to Nevada to tick a box. UFC is a privately owned company. They don't have to reveal what people get paid like most other businesses they're not flo- floated on the stock exchange they're not public mm. so they don't have to reveal what fighter gets paid what so what you see there is just what officially the purse was via the Nevada State Athletic Commission believe you me Khabib got paid fucking a lot more than what's on Wikipedia mm. so half a million quid is probably 10% of what he earned in that fight so I'm not hating on it. I was there. Khabib was fucking bang out of order. I don't care what Connor did in the build-up, and he should have been punished for it. I agree with that. But Khabib lost his shit. He started a riot. It could have gone fucking seriously, Pitong. And had the fight been, I said it at the time, if the fight was more backwards and forwards and Connor was in it a lot more, if it wasn't just a beatdown, and if them Irish fans had something to sing about rather than being dis- disheartened, if that had just been a flashpoint at the end of an amazing fight, the Irish fans would have responded, the Russian fans would have responded. It could have been an absolute fucking riot in that T-Mobile arena. It was only the fact the Irish fans were kind of dejected anyway they were, they were shot to bits so when it happened it was like uh, I haven't got the energy because I've just watched my hero get destroyed I haven't got the energy to fucking now be upset about that it is what it is but hmm. anyway I like the way I do like the way Khabib's come out and gone I'd do it again 100 times over I'd do it again I'd do it every time fuck it man you live, but you, you've done what you've done you take it like a man hmm. don't bitch about the fine now and the suspension it's 9 months when was the fight 6 months ago so he can fight again in a couple of months he probably wouldn't have fought in the next 3 months anyway so the, the ban means fuck all, and the money in the grand scheme of things means fuck all as well. Mm. So I don't know why everyone's upset. John Johns uh, was there as well, wasn't he? He was uh, addressing uh, the world's media. I love it when Johns does this, right? Because he puts on his uh, his Sunday clothes, doesn't he? Gets yeah. his shirt on, tucks his shirt into his trousers, his nicely mom, pressed. His mum dresses. He's, he's been done up there. He's, he's had a wash and a shave. 
I've, uh, I've got a statement to make and I'll just uh, address it like this. And he talks in a really quiet voice and really slowly and addresses everything and starts uh, thanking people. And you're thinking, Jonesy, right? You can't pull the wool over my eyes again, mate. <laughs> Stop it. I'm a good guy. Just be a twat. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Been... They give them a one fight license, haven't they? To fight in Nevada. Of course they have, because they want to fucking make money. Yeah. Of course they have. Yeah. So they've given them one fight they license fight to Anthony fight Smith against now. Anthony Smith. They've there cleared them so. to fight. There you go. No more pictogram problems. There no more go. issues. Oh, there will be, yeah. There will oh, be. Of course there will. There'll be, a bit of, there'll be a bit of pulsing in a couple of weeks, yeah. But it'll flag again, and it is what it is. Nevada have just got to swallow it now, because if not, the fight will go to California, and they'll start losing all these big fights, and... Nevada making more money off UFC these days than they are off boxing. That's just a fact. UFC is what makes that town tick financially. Mm. So they can't piss all over their own chips. They've just got to accept it. Pick the gram or not. You know what I mean? Come on, Anthony Smith. <laughs> Come on. And He's had a wonderful run of smudge. Yes. I like, I like, the, way, smudge. I like the way that he has come out. And he said, listen, I don't give a fuck. Pictogram this, pictogram that. I don't they care how much that. is in there, right? I know, I know they all say that. Paul's fight, he'll probably say... Well, he's a drug cheat. Yeah, he's a drug cheat. That's why he, he was able to land that elbow right on the side of my head. Um, but every every opponent now, every opponent, I'm, I'm for him. I don't give a fuck who it is. I, I, I know full well that they're up against it. I know they're fighting against one of the greatest of all time. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm in their corner. I just want to see... Evil toppled. <laughs> that's what I'm a He-Man fan. I don't want to see Skeletor coming through. That's, that's it. Well, Skeletor is running the world right now, isn't he? Does what the fuck he wants. Uh, I, I'm the op- opposite way, man. No! When it comes to fight sports, I like my champion to be a twat. I like him to be no, I do. a monster. No, I do. I like him to no, be right, you, you, you mis- terrifying. Right, you're misconstruing what I'm saying, right? I do. I'd, but I want him to play up to that. Like Khabib now... I've actually, he, I've actually grown to like Khabib more in the post-fight of the Connor fight. Because yeah. going into that, I'm all Connor. Connor's playing the game. Connor's doing Connor. Yeah. But Khabib's come out. He's like going, nah, fuck all of you. And I'm thinking, yes, Khabib. Well, that, 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 if you remember, that happened fight week. Do you remember the press conference? And Khabib just went, the press conference starts now. I don't care if he's not here. This, I'm, the, I'm the guy. That's it. Start, and he did his own press conference and then fucked off. That's it. And then an hour and later, Connor it. rocked up. That's it. He was like, well, fuck you. Right. And it, at that point, you thought, Connor's messed up here. Because Connor needed to get in his head, and he's not been able to. Right. Khabib's done his shit and got off. Right. So on that, and on the boxing show, I'm talking about Tiafimo Lopez, the way that he goes about his business, the way that Naz went about his business. Yeah. These are guys that are consistent with the message of being a dickhead. Yeah, yeah, yes. John Jones isn't. This is where no. it, this is where it but falls. He's a no, no, he's not. This is where it falls down for me. If John Jones just went, do you know something? Yeah, man. Fuck all of you lot. I'm running this. T-. If if John Jones had the Conor McGregor personality. Of course I'd love him. I'd sit there going, yeah, you're a wanker. Sweet, man. Let's get in there and let's be a wanker Imagine everywhere. Imagine that this here. But he's not. He's pretending not to be a wanker and then being a wanker. This is the problem. This is the problem with John Jones. Imagine if that in the here and then when he stood up in his Sunday best clothes, turned around to address the media and instead of saying what he said, he went, I'm going to rape your children, man. I'm going to fuck your wife, you motherfucker, motherfucker. Mike Tyson style. That, that's it. That, that's it. Bit extreme. Well, that's what my t- remember Mike Tyson had that outburst <laughs> at the Lennox Lewis presser, and he was like, "Fuck you, man! I'm gonna fuck your wife, motherfucker! I'm gonna rape your motherfucking wife, motherfuckers!" And you were like, "Yeah, Mike's crazy, <laughs> calling everyone biscuits and everything mm. or crackers, mm. <laughs> biscuits." <laughs> yeah, oh, that's oh, an insult, dear. isn't it? That's an insult, oh, now. 
spot the middle-aged white man trying to be him. <laughs> <laughs> but the, uh, yeah, man, if he just did that, if he just embraced... Just be a dickhead. Yeah, embrace the fact you're a dick. He's, he can never, ever reinvent himself now as a white knight. Never, ever reinvent himself as a good guy. You're a bad guy. It's cool, man. Bad guys make more money. Embrace the fact you're a bad guy. Just fucking do it. Mm. It's annoying. It's annoying. But you're still what? supporting him, though, aren't you? You still of course, because he's the best that's ever done it. Adam, <laughs> he's the best that's ever done it. He's the best natural talent this sport has ever seen. No one will beat him at light heavyweight. Come on, Lionheart. Heavyweight. Come on, big Lionheart. Sorry, I like Anthony Smith. He's cool as fuck, man. Mm. But the fight to make is Johnny Jones versus Johnny Walker end of the year just because Johnny Walker is so fresh in this sport and so wild and so confident Anthony Smith will lose this fight before the first bell I guarantee it I guarantee he loses the fight before the fight even starts Johnny Walker will come into the fight against John Jones not giving a fuck not giving a flying fuck <laughs> and that makes him more dangerous than anybody <laughs> exciting isn't it mm-hmm. uh, Melbourne this weekend is uh, the destination my man oh now we're talking about goats mm. goats I noticed that you uh, liked a tweet from was it Jack Jack Slack so Jack Slack put this uh, he's an MMA writer he's put a, a tweet out there saying I noticed I can't remember who the broadcaster was that he referred to but he says I noticed that the broadcast team connected to the UFC Melbourne this weekend mm-hmm. uh, stated that the greatest middleweight of all time is in the core main event um I think that's a little bit of an error because the greatest middleweight of all time is actually the main event correction type thing. Obviously, they were referring to uh, Anderson Silva. He's referring to Bobby Knuckles. And you're on that page, aren't you? You're fucking right. You're all over the Bobby Knuckles. I'm 100% on the Bobby Knuckles freight train because Robert Whittaker is absolutely, for me, he is potentially pound for pound the best fighter in MMA right now. The only reason I'm going to go with Max Holloway is because Max Holloway has just put a performance in and against, different weights. against Ortega. And the only reason I'm putting ahead of Amanda Nunes is because it's lack of quality competition. Yes, she's just absolutely annihilated Cyborg, but she's the absolute best did in you, a did, week. Did you see her interview at the weekend, by the way? She's fucking brilliant. Did you see her interview? She's a megastar. She was at the uh, Fortaleza event with her girlfriend and her sister. They were having a right old time. They stuck a microphone in her face and she went, yeah, I'll go down and fight Shevchenko. I've just got to try and to see if I can make that weight. If I can make the weight, then we'll do the fight and I'll be a three-weight world champion. Done. She loves it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when you can't deny her. So for me, I don't give a fuck how long you've been watching UFC, MMA, whatever. The best three fighters on the planet right now, because John's just so not going Holloway, Whitaker, and Nunes. Holloway, Whitaker, and Nunes are the best three fighters in MMA right now. John Jones, with another couple of wins, probably goes back to the top of my list because he is the greatest of all time. But right now, when it comes to being ability, those three are the best fighters on the planet. And that's why I think this weekend, just like Max Holloway did against Ortega, which everyone was saying was a 50 50 fight, and we went balls deep on it and went, no, Max is going to smoke him. And he did. I'm going to do the same thing here. A lot of people fancy Gastelum. Not a chance. Whitaker is going to smoke Gastelum's boots this weekend. And that's going to be my big MMA bet this weekend. A finish for Robert Whitaker. How quick? Probably about round three. It'll be, it'll be similar to Max Holloway versus Ortega. Just a fucking beatdown, man. Just levels to this shit. And I think Gastelum is going to find it out this weekend the hard way that Robert Whitaker is 1 million percent legit. Wow. Legit. Mm. And that's after Adesanya puts the final nail in Anderson, Anderson Silva's coffin. 
and absolutely fucking some, smokes <clears throat> him as well. It's going to be weird, that fight. It's going to be horrible. It's kind of like, you know, something last week about, um, what's her name, the welterweight in Brazil, and I was like, oh, I don't want to see him fight anymore, man. I don't want to see him get hurt. He was a he was a good a good level welterweight, four for the title, Thiago Alves. Nice fella, interviewed him. Kind of the same with Anderson, you know, I've been around, and well, I've been around Anderson's fights. You do know I've never seen Anderson Silva win. I've been to three Anderson Silva fights in my life. This is a guy a lot of people say is the greatest of all time. And in, at, his, at his peak, he was the greatest of his era. But I've never seen him win. I've seen him sensationally knock, uh, knocked out twice. You've seen Bisping, twice. What, what, Weidman? Bisping, Weidman twice and Bisping once, yeah. Mm. Um, and I just think this fight is just fucking all wrong for him, man. Yeah. Adesanya is basically Anderson Silva. Well, that's it. This fucking is 10 why, years ago. This is, this is why it's going to be weird because it's, it's going to be mirror images. These guys are so unorthodox. These guys do... So, no, it's it, going to be Adesanya looking in a mirror, a time time machine mirror of what he's going to be like in 15 years' time mm. when he's slower, his reflexes have gone, and he's had this amazing career, but there's miles on the clock. How quick and does he, how quick significantly, he, he knows how to lose, and Anderson Silva knows how to lose these days. How quick does he get rid of him then? I'll be surprised if Adesanya doesn't light him up in the first and get him out of there in the second, you know? And that's horrible to say because talking about Anderson Silver, man. You know, when I first came into this game, I, I fighters only. I've been a fan for a long time, but when I f- started seriously writing about UFC full time, Anderson was the man. He was he he was the guy I was desperately trying to get on the cover of the magazine, and as as much as humanly possible, mm. he was the guy winning World MMA awards, fight of the years. He was the man at the top of the tree, and to see his decline has been hard. But he's, you know, he's won one fight. In seven years, one fight in seven years. That fight with Derek Brunson, and that's basically because Brunson fucking froze. Brunson got in there and went, oh, "It's Anderson Silva." No, no, it isn't. It's a guy who looks like Anderson Silva. It's Anderson Silva's dad. And Adesanya won't make the same mistake because Adesanya, kind of like Johnny Walker, is young, hungry, and ruthless, ruthless. And he is gonna sway through Anderson Silva this weekend. How horrible is that? But we're going to see it, man. No, I think it's great. Changing of the guard? I think it's great because Adesanya is... I think he's being lined up, and we, I think we've said this on the show previously, he's being lined up for a shot at Bobby Knuckles. I think what you're going to see at the weekend is a kid in the co-main event probably make a statement and therefore throw it down to the guys in the main event to say, listen, man, I'm the boy. Then you will probably get a statement from Bobby Knuckles as well, yeah. and therefore the the rhetoric coming off the back of Melbourne is going to be from fans. We need to see them two go at it. Well, of course. Well, it's all all Australasia super fight, isn't it? It's the biggest fight in Australian MMA history, New Zealand Australian MMA history. So it will absolutely happen. That's why, that, and that's another reason why the Sen you won't let this slip. You know, I, I know Anderson Silva doesn't get stopped. The, the, the two obviously got knocked out by Weidman. Then he had his, his leg broken against Weidman. But Cormier could have stopped him. Cormier carried him, let's be honest. He came in, he came in at late notice, didn't he? For Cormier, mm, light heavyweight. Mm. Cormier carried him out of just pure respect. Bispin weathered the storm, but Bispin was even winning rounds when he was fucking knocked out. Anderson Silva's not the same guy he once was. It isn't. He just isn't. That's just a fact. And Adesanya will not take any prisoners. Adesanya will show him all the respect in the world this week in the press build-up. But you know when the fight starts... He will cut him down. He will slice him to bits. I don't think he, it gets that. will. This is the amazing. This is the thing with fight sports. These, everything goes full circle. If you stay in fight sports long enough, that shit catches up with you. Yeah, look, yeah, yeah. Look at look at fucking Chuck Liddell. Yeah. 
you know, Chuck Liddell's trying to keep it going. What's happened? He's getting knocked out in sensational fashion. Just what he used to do. Anderson Silva will get beaten. He will get stopped. And it will be in sensational fashion. Just like he used to do. Front, kick, su- front kick to the face. Wouldn't surprise me if Adesanya did something like that. Front kick to the face. Or even one of them. Remember that Tony Freukland upside down reverse elbow yeah. that Anderson threw? Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me if Adesanya threw one of them. Paying respects to the Grandmaster. But I'm going to finish you with your own finishing shit. Yeah. That's how good I am to prove to the world. I don't think it's getting out the first. You think second? I think second. I think Anderson will get through the first round. But you know what? He'll be busted up to fuck. Mm. Because sport wakes for no man, especially fight sports, man. It's a dangerous game. And Adesanya is a dangerous man. What else is catching your eye on? Uh, because for me, it's all about those two fights Yeah, in Melbourne. Is there anything else that's uh, catching your eye? Um, hmm, what else am I looking forward to? It's hard really to look past those two because they're the two big fights, aren't they? They're the two absolute smoke show fights. So, so regarding all right then. So with our betting partner William Hill, yes. I know that you're going to put these on social media when the when the uh, odds are a little bit more secure at the end of the week. Yes. So keep an eye on uh, Nick's Twitter. We'll retweet it on uh, Fight Disciples Twitter account. Um, I fancy Whitaker in three or four, maybe fourth round. But Gastelum's a tough guy, man. So, all right. So if you go in Bobby Knuckles uh, fourth round, you'll get fourteen to one. You will not. Uh, get better odds than with our betting partner William Hill for in-round betting. Uh, fourth round finish, you reckon? Yeah, and Adesanya in the second. That's a good shout. That's a good shout. You reckon Adesanya? Let's see if there's uh, if the Adesanya one's already up there uh, because the Bobby Knuckles one is. Uh, Might be a bit early in the week. Yeah, for it is. It's too betting. early. It's too early for Adesanya. Um, but he's a six to one on favorite. Six to one on. Blooming out, the odds won't be. Uh, I reckon are the seniors six to one on. Yeah, yeah. You can, you're getting you're getting nearly right. You're getting five to one on the uh, Anderson Silva just to win the fight. Exactly, because you know at the end of the day, it's kind of like when Fedor fought last week. Yeah, in the Bellator thing, and it's like yeah, he, he basically got handled into the final because he's Fedor. He got gifted that final spot. But at some stage, if you're going to keep going, you're going to have to fight someone who's actually on Decent. their way up, someone yeah. who's at the peak of their powers. Mm. And Adesanya is just the wrong fight for Anderson Silva, man. It's mm. just fucking all wrong. <clears throat> because he's Anderson Silva 10, 15 years ago. It's, it's, going, this, to be, it's going to be painful viewing. With this being in Melbourne, mm-hmm. would British fight fans be blessed to get this uh, breakfast time? Well, just because it's a title fight, I don't know whether it's... I think it's a breakfast job in America, in, in Melbourne. Oh, they've done it the other way around. For American TV. Oh, so I think I think it's still going to be a 4am job. Oh. It's a title fight, isn't it? It's a big event. It's what a, are it's they a, playing it's a, pay-per-view. It's, a, it's a pay-per-view event in America. It's a Mate, numbered event. I love getting up in the morning, sticking know, the old great, frosties on and, you know, having a bit of a watch of people kicking the shit out of each other. It's tremendous. Yeah. Never mind songs of praise. That's what I want. That's My Sunday right. politics can go out the window. Fuck Brexit. I exactly. want to see, see a little bit of Last Style Bender. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, well, we'll keep you across that as well on our social media feeds. Uh, so uh, jump all over it. You may have noticed in your feed this week, if you are an MMA fan, that we've got an extra special show for you. Um, Full Reptile Radio does continue. Every Thursday, uh, that will be released by Dan doing his thing, going around the world. He was in Brazil last weekend. You may have seen him on the television. Uh, but he's also doing, on the first Monday of every month, a show with Mark Goddard, a well-respected referee listen, from the world of uh, mixed martial arts. Um, and that is out now, so you'll be able to get that on iTunes and you can get it all over your uh, uh, feed if you need a, a, an Android feed for that. It's bloody good. I'm going to sign you up for 
Mark Goddard judging and referees. I wonder Marcos. what you're going to say there because you keep trying to get Dan to demonstrate. Fuck. Someone put this on social media the other day as well. Demonstrate on Nick and Adam. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you fuck off. Put some dem- we were around at Dan's house a couple of weeks ago doing something, right? And then he started, he was messing about um, with. Uh, who were he messing Dean, about with? Dean, was it Dean, was it Dean that he was messing Dean about with? He ended up going on the map because right. me and you refused to go anywhere yeah, yeah. near it. He was having a crack with Dean about various bits. And I asked him about um, that armbar transition, that uh, Kimura transition into the actual finish that we saw the night before. Yeah. And he went, yeah, and I'll show you. And I went, no, you're all right. <laughs> so, Dean, there, Dean. so Dean jumps on the mat. Yeah. So Dean jumps on the mat. Yeah. And they were, he was dangling off his arm, weren't he? I mean, he, you know, Dan's not uh, the lightest of chaps. I know that he could get down to 155, but he's not the lightest of chaps. He's, in, he's quite a solid fella, as is Dean. Don't fancy any of that nonsense. But can we just ease off tagging him in tweets like that, please? Oh, yeah. Saying, you know, you know stick, choke the lads out. <laughs> <laughs> Film it and stick it on your YouTube. Exactly, yeah. Jesus. Sick bastards. What have we done gonna, to you? We're going to go. We're going to go to... Uh, Mark does a referee and judges seminar thing. I texted them today, actually, just to say it, because I'd listened to the first episode, uh, and it was fucking brilliant. So, if again, if you're a UFC fan, or even if you're relatively new to watching UFC MMA, maybe you've, you've come on a journey with us, because I know that a lot of people have to tell us on social media they've started watching UFC because of this show. Man, tune in. Just have a listen to that because Goddard's fucking his knowledge is frightening, and some of the shit he's talking about. I'm like, I need to, I need to start thinking more like him. We need to learn. We need to learn. Yeah. I need to learn what the fuck I'm watching here and stop being just bloodthirsty fans. Hey, knock him out. Knock him out. I need to see the intricacies of it all. But also, it's a good, it's it's a good opportunity because in in boxing and in, in MMA, in fight sports in general, when was the last time you heard a referee come out and explain their decision? It just yeah. doesn't happen. Yeah, it's like yeah. Premier League football as well. The, the referees, I think, in the Premier League, are they are they banned from speaking to the press? I think they are. I think mm. there's a certain emotion to stop conversations. Why, why the fuck do you give that penalty? You'll never hear it. Goddard's always, Mark's always been great about going on social media and replying to fans. Well, this is even better. We've given him a platform to give him a monthly podcast here on Fight Disciples. And what they're saying is, send them questions. Send questions into us. Mm-hmm. If a fight happens, you go, you want a clip, you're going to go, wait a minute. Why the fuck did the referee stop that? Why did he stand up there? Why did this happen? Just fire it into us. We don't know. So, but we'll send it to Mark and Mark will explain it. Mm. So I've got a longer list of questions Ooh, already. There you go. Um, it's all available on uh, iTunes. Fight Disciples is what you're looking for on fightdisciples.com for all Android feeds. Don't forget, we've got a new Instagram page. Please follow it. I fucked up the last one. This one I won't do, I promise you. I've learned the rules. At The Fight Disciples on Instagram. Uh, all other um, social medias are at Fight Disciples, whether that be Twitter, Facebook, uh, or YouTube. There's some great stuff. Uh, there's a great uh, Darren Till uh, interview on uh, YouTube, uh, which Nick's done. Had a little bit of a sit down with him. It was all obviously in the build up to the announcement of the uh, the game-bred fighter fight, which is going to yeah. be a cracker in London. Looking forward to it. It's going to be a belter, yeah. We yeah. haven't even spoke about it, have we? The fact that Grundy's been called up finally as well, mm. making his, his debut. That's the best UFC car- card the UFC have ever done in the UK. Yeah. I know Bisping versus Anderson Silva was an amazing the best main, main event. event. And Bisping against Dan Henderson was fucking cool in Manchester. But when it comes to cards, actual stacked cards, and really good competitive fights through it as well, UFC London in March is going to be fucking brilliant. But no tickets sold out quick, man. Everyone was upset because tickets just went. Yeah, because a lot of shit. But we said to you, fucking jump on tickets quick. It's hard though, man, when you've got all these fucking outlets that are just pinging them off and they're being snapped up by touts. And I've, I've seen that 40 quid tickets are going up to 150 quid and all this type of stuff. Listen, they're like rocking or shit. Normally, when we're covering fight sports, we will have or a way of being able to get some comps and, and knock them out as a competition. For this, no. it's absolute 
don't even. I, I hate saying this to you because I would love to be able to run a competition where we, you know, we've got you plus three, your mates to come. We just can't get them. We just can't get them because they're like fucking rocking or shit. So I apologize for that. Uh, but if you have got a ticket, we will be there on that night. Uh, so make sure you come uh, and get stuck in with us on the O2. That's happening in March. Plenty more uh, still to come. So make sure you come and join us next week as we give you all the fallout for UFC Melbourne. We'll catch you next time. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, subscribe via iTunes.